God is love. His people are called to share that love and be known for it. When they don't, as leaders, our move may be to guilt, shame, or challenge them. But what if the issue runs deeper than what those actions lead to? Shame is demotivating, so it's hardly the right tool to lead people into the enormous challenge of loving an unloving world. Imagine trying to climb Everest in Crocs. It's that. What if, when Christians aren't showing and growing in love, they are actually struggling, unwell, and not fully living the truth of their inherent worth? What if we start by embracing our worth and love nature, and from there, find we can love the world with all its hard-to-love edges? Cole Arthur Riley begins her book, This Here Flesh, Spirituality, Liberation, and the Stories That Make Us, with a chapter entitled Dignity. In it, she seems to say that evil, or life, tricks us into believing we are anything other than glorious, and that our glory is achieved in our usefulness and ability. This has effects that reach into much of our life. For example, she writes, when we believe love is a scarcity, we're less prone to give it away freely. As a result, loving the unlovely feels less like we're freely giving and more like we're being stolen from. So you can imagine how undoable Christian love becomes if we don't begin with a deep reservoir of goodness in ourselves. She makes the point that Adam and Eve bore the image of God before they did anything. This correlates well with Jesus hearing God's love and approval of him before his ministry started. Life, and life in an earned culture like America, can press inherent worth out of our minds. The cycle of being only as good as your last performance and having a bigger quarter than the last can reframe our worth as a thing we achieve anew every day instead of a possession with which we begin each day. Cole writes, From the womb we must repeat with regularity that to love ourselves is to survive. I believe that is what my father wanted for me and knew I would so desperately need, a tool for my survival, the truth of my dignity, named like a mercy, new each morning. We won't begin here because we're afraid we'll become self-centered. Self-centered people are telling us they don't believe the truth of their worth and are forever on the hunt for what's already theirs. When we fail, what we find with God is a readiness to resolve the failure to make us right. Cole writes, On the day the world began to die, God became a seamstress. This is the moment in the Bible that I wish we talked about more often. When Eve and Adam ate from the tree, and decay and despair began to creep in, when they learned to hide from their bodies, when they learned to hide from each other, no one ever told me the story of a God who kneels and makes clothes out of animal skin for them. I remember many conversations about the doom and consequence imparted by God after humans ate from that tree. I learned of the curses too. I could maybe even recite them. But no one ever told me of the tenderness of this moment. It makes me question the tone of everything that surrounds it. Cole covers some beautiful ground outside the garden. And while there are some challenging ideas I don't always agree with, I'm leading an in-person book club but you can participate here. Below, you'll find some discussion questions for the first chapter. Feel free to reply here. Be well, feral souls.